This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. You're listening to Comedy Central. Hey guys, welcome to the You Up podcast. Thank you so much for listening. As always, you can find us on Sirius XM Channel 95 Comedy Central Radio every Monday through Thursday, 10 a.m. to 12 Eastern, 7 to 9 Pacific. So get serious and tune into that if you enjoy this version of the podcast. Uh, with me, as always, is my co-host, my BFF, Tom Takar. How you doing, Tom? Ooh, squirt, squirt. <laughs> <laughs> How's it dun, going? Dun, dun, dun. Is that the way it starts? What's yeah. that? Dun, 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 dun. Oh, yeah. It's the Home Improvement song. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, how could you not recognize these dulcet tones? Uh, oh, Wilson. Um, was that his name? It was his yeah, name. Yeah, peering over the fence. Oh, neighbor. Wait, yes. that's, that's Ned Flanders. <laughs> oh, yes, right. We're getting everything. Uh, uh, it's Did a beautiful day that? in the neighborhood. <laughs> and see, all of these things connect in some way or another, and they're all the same show, Home Improvement. Mm. Catch it every Thursday. <laughs> Must see TV Thursdays at 7 p.m. NBC. Not the Oh, mama. God. Uh, <laughs> just throwing in a dinosaurs <laughs> reference. God, it's a real it's a real loose one today, guys. Uh, thank you for joining the podcast. Yeah, I know how to say that. Uh, thank you for subscribing, rating, reviewing, all those things. We love you. You're part of Squirt Nation, even though you may or may not listen to the radio show, which I really suggest you do because you'll be getting eight hours of fresh content live every morning from us if you do. But if you don't, keep listening to the podcast because we pull out the best sections for you and uh, and relive them with you. Today, uh, first up, we have Corinne Fisher in studio. She is co- one of the co-hosts of the Guys We Fucked podcast. She also hosts a Justin Bieber podcast called One Less Lonely Girl with Rosebud Baker, another huge Bieber fan. I'm uh, a believer myself in the sense that I just like like him and I like some of his songs and I, I just don't mind him. I'm not a hater. <laughs> I really have never been a hater of his Um and uh, she is telling us about the time that she met Justin Bieber, and um, it's a good story whether you like him or not. So don't don't think that you don't you aren't gonna like this because yeah, I, I think you will. We should know Claire Parker is also in the studio hanging out. Oh in this yes, episode. how could I forget Claire Parker? Fast talking Claire. <laughs> um, she talks faster than anyone She's I know, which I appreciate slick. because she talks a lot, and I like her to get through it quicker. Yeah. And so she if the... someone's gonna talk a lot, they might as well talk fast so you can just get through it easier. That's the way I feel about myself as well. I'm just projecting Claire if you're listening. That's she's true. not listening. Who cares? She's she's talking is what she's doing. She's talking through all of this somewhere in the universe. Um, so that is uh, what you're about to hear. I hope you enjoy it. Why do you love Bieber so much? Well, we have a theory on the podcast that all roads lead to Bieber. So it's not even that. Like my number one is actually the Spice Girls. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah! But so I'll defend yeah, them. Yeah, that'd be fun. But yeah, uh, but Justin Bieber, he's just had he's 
he's kind of like omnipresent. I feel like maybe like a modern day Santa Claus. Um, And so, and so, and I found out, I love pop culture and there's a couple like pop culture people that I know a lot about. And I just found out that Rosebud was also a believer from a Facebook status. And I texted her and I was like, we need to talk about this for 30 minutes every week because everything was just getting really heavy on guys we fuck with the me too movement and i was and i was my inbox was just like a lot of sexual assault and i was like i need to talk what's the opposite of sexual assault justin bieber is it (laughs) that's the answer so you um i remember when rosebud met him because she tracked him down yes and found him and Haley, his now fiance on the street in new york city you also met him that day. I did, yes. In a separate location. Yes, so I was sitting in the green room at New York Comedy Club waiting to go on. I get a text message from Adam Glenn, who is a comic and also member of the paparazzi. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, where are you right now? And I told him, and he was like, Bieber's at the Bowery Hotel, okay? And so I texted Rosebud, and I was like, are you in Brooklyn? And I was like, can you be at the Bowery Hotel? So she gets in like a lift immediately and goes there, and I was like, I will meet you as soon as I get off stage. I went on on stage my set was manic like if you saw me you would be like what is wrong with this girl I had a car waiting outside for me John Campanelli white SUV parked outside New York Comedy Club I ran off stage people were like there to see me I go I just, I'm just running out the door yelling I gotta meet Bieber <laughs> and I go jump in the car I ha- I get Rosebud on speakerphone she has already met them I see the post on Instagram my heart drops I'm like I've missed my opportunity but luckily Justin like he likes to travel by foot which is not common for celebrities yeah so she she followed him for several miles downtown but was like hiding behind a wall so he wouldn't get scared and yeah. she was just tracking him to keep an eye so that I could meet him and that's friendship wow. at its best that is that's so good. nice so we're driving John Campanelli like lives in LA so he's like navigating New York and also uh, his sister like had a map out and was helping we had a lot of people in the car <laughs> I'm in the back just screaming John's like please stop screaming and then um like at one point I was just yelling Justin out the window, which I that's probably that was probably weird. He didn't hear that part though. <laughs> and then finally we met up. We just parked in front of a fire hydrant, uh, and I was like, "I'll pay the ticket. Just leave the car." <laughs> I roll out of the car. Rosebud's right there, and then in front of us I see Bieber like a block ahead of us. That we did a great job. Stop. She just walking kept towards eye. you, or she just kept giving no walking away. But oh, it was great. a perfect distance. But you knew it was anyone you bothering him at that going. time. Was uh, there like a crowd following? It wasn't a crowd, but like you could tell, like kind. Of as he passed, everyone was like, oh my God, it's Bieber and Haley. Yeah. And then he dipped into a Mexican restaurant. We had a little meeting outside and then we casually went in and Rosebud tried to go in and again and we're like, Rosebud, rule one of stalking. You already met him. You can't go in again. Like, yeah, you then can't we'll know yeah. that you followed him. So I just went in with Campanelli um, by myself and he had, like, he had gone to one of Campanelli's shows in Los Angeles and so John, John is like a celebrity magician. I don't know how he do- does it, but he is so good at talking to celebrities he makes them feel so calm yeah and he got justin to remember who he was and give him his phone number what? oh my god justin bieber was like yeah Dang. he what? gave john his phone i have it i couldn't u- i haven't used it <laughs> but i just it's nice knowing that i have Where, it. you yeah. keep it in your phone i just keep like it in my phone for regular number just, just in a safe <laughs> i just keep it i just keep it there just to have just to know that like it's well just when the world starts ending just go like what are you doing because <laughs> 
he's when the when there there's like a tsunami that's going to take us all out. He'll right. have one of those little pods that right. he'll be safe. So that's when you should reach out to him. I he'll, mean, yeah, he changes his phone number semi frequently anyway. Yeah, so. definitely does. Um, oh, that sucks. Wait a second. Okay, so you went in. Yeah. And you met him. Yeah, John just went up and introduced him right away. So I was just kind of like, but I was playing it cool. And the reason I don't have a picture, full disclosure, is because when I met him, I shook his hand and his hand was shaking. And I was like, he doesn't need to be bothered anymore today. This is actually a common thing. Um, Other people have talked about it, uh, meeting Bieber and him shaking. But he's having a really hard time dealing with celebrities. So like, yes, I did stalk him down the street, but he didn't know that was happening. Wait a second. uh, He's been a celebrity for so long. He's he's just constantly struggling with it. Or it's just right now it's because um, he's been crying worse. a lot in paparazzi photos yeah. and like I, I just I have come to love him so much uh, just from his relationship with Haley. Like I think they're really sweet and yeah. like I like how he cries and comforts and she cries and they're comforting each other in the park and stuff like I don't know. I believe in their love. What do I you do think? Too. I do too. I was I was I was a skeptic at first, but then I followed every like Jaylee account that existed on Instagram. Yeah, and she won me over. Yeah, she seems like a really kind person. And I mean, with Justin, the main thing that he needs in a relationship partner is like someone who's very committed to God, the way he is. Yes. Uh, and there's really few options. I think. <laughs> I know. Left on Earth. Yeah. Like <laughs> Julianne Huff and and her. And he already did Selena. She was an option. Oh, so it's yeah. like. Uh, There's not a lot that that does Rev find run, them like a I lot. don't know who's gonna date yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm not sure. Who That's left. so true. <laughs> so th- did you meet Haley when you met mm-hmm. them too? Yeah. yeah, she was over it by that time. But I was like, you know what? If everyone was trying to like get on my man, I would. When understand. you were in the Mexican restaurant, was there a crowd waiting to meet him, or did you just walk up to a table? Like, what was the setting? We walked up to a table in the back, um, and we were having a chill time. And then some Canadian came over and ruined it. God, she, was, she just comes over and she's like, I am from. Canada too and we're like oh god stop it's not that's doesn't that, that make good. you like when you go when you meet these people and you see the way other people behave you just go like this does suck like, you gotta take it down a notch it's like when you're talking to someone you have a crush on like you Dan Savage always likes to say like you can't reveal the, the, the full like spectrum of your like yeah you have to keep it and like it says it's not lying it's just telling the other person that you're a normal person who knows how to act in public yeah and yes. how to control Control your feelings when mm-hmm. you need to control them, so you don't come off so like a many psychopath. people and don't know like, how to do that. Yeah, it's like staring into the sun too when it's too much. You know, <laughs> it's like too bright. You gotta narrow it down. You gotta look through the little eclipse glasses. It's, it's, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's I, I I just get so bummed out when I see when I've had famous friends or like you or if I've met been around someone famous meeting them and then seeing other people the way humans behave it's just disgusting and then and, and they treat them like zoo animals it's and like a prop like it's like a photo booth at a wedding you're like oh can you put the hold this and then they just walk away and they're yeah. mean and they touch them and they're just it's just gross Be- behave yourselves around famous people they're they're people too. I don't I just don't get it but I uh, honestly, you did stalk him down and find him, but like you were respectful about it, and he it was didn't know. Stalking. He Thank didn't you. know exactly. It's different. It's, it's like, always the best stalking when the person when doesn't the person know. doesn't know. But like sometimes people are so fucking obvious when they don't. One time, I was we were checking into a hotel with Schumer, and she was at. Uh, she was like checking in herself, and I was standing next to her, and I'm always really protective because I just I hate people being just being fools and I want to like shield her from it and I also want them to know like get it together you moron but there was um 
there was these th- there was this really drunk girl and her boyfriend right next to us at the um in the lobby of the hotel and I saw him see Amy and I knew immediately like oh she's spotted and then the drunk girl didn't see her but then I saw I was between Amy and these people and they were probably like five feet from Amy so I'm two feet from Amy they're three feet from me and I I hear the guy go like, like mouth it to his girlfriend who yeah. is wasted. Oh, no. And just like slurring, just like kind of standing there like this. And he's like, it's Amy. <laughs> and she's like, what? <laughs> like really loud, you know, who? What are you saying? Why are you saying it like that? And I just go, it's Amy Schumer. <laughs> he's saying it really obviously yeah. that there's a famous person right here. And I was just like, you're so gross. Like, I was uh-huh. just like, you're both disgust me. And like, and Amy heard it. It was like, yeah. they really think that they're, they're zoo animals that don't understand. <laughs> but but yeah. celebrities know every, they're paranoid because people are constantly taking yeah. pictures. So they do know when you're slyly taking a photo, like you're yeah. not getting away with it. I do don't I do, I don't think if they're walking down the street and you're following them that if they can't see you they can't see you. But yeah, like, thanks. But like, be a little <laughs> bit cool. I just like people disgust me in those situations. Us with Corinne Fisher and Claire Parker, two hilarious women. So fun. Two other hilarious women are Matt Fulcheron <laughs> and Mike Baldwin, Ooh. who were in studio with us this past week. And uh, what were we talking about, Noah? I'm sorry, you just we, set me up for this, and I already forgot it. We were talking embarrassing moments in this. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, so this we, was so we much fun. We did. We got through so many. I, I know it's almost like a a, a tried and, and tired kind of concept to be like, what's your most embarrassing moment? But for some reason, I never get tired of hearing about it. No, I love fun. them. And like, They're some, all unique. And sometimes you realize something's more embarrassing than you realize when you tell it to your friends, as I do in this, uh, oh, in this episode. Oh, my God. It all kicked off with Tom sharing a very, like, I think about it and I start cringing so so get ready for for that. Uh, get ready for that, mommy. Here we go. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> I was a senior year of high school, and it was like first um, first uh, uh, period, whatever. It was my first period, nice. and um, I was bleeding for the first time. I think it probably was around that time, and. Um, and I just re- we were reading King Lear, and it was the scene where um, his eyes get poked out. And I remember my teacher, Mrs. Larson, being like, "Today is like a rough day because we're going to be reading about like this really gnarly scene that happens." And I just want to prepare you for it. And then I heard the intercom, just like, and we didn't get announcements until after second period. So I heard the intercom go, like I heard it turn on. And I remember in that moment being like, "Something fucking serious happened." Just hearing a. Like that. And then my best friend's dad, who was our principal, got over and was like, teachers, turn on your TVs. And I remember I was the same as you, Tom. I go, and then we turned it on. I go, what's the World Trade Center? Yeah. And I remember Mrs. Larson going like, you don't know what the <laughs> World Trade Center? And I remember being like, that yeah. became my like m- morning like uh-huh. of, that was my emotion. It was like being shamed about <laughs> yeah, not yeah. knowing. Like, but I didn't know your, what it was. You call your teacher mommy on accident. <laughs> <laughs> Do people do that? I oh, did. yeah. <laughs> mommy? What do you, what do you mean? Gym teacher mommy. You did no not. No way. Wait a second. Yeah, that is doing, your 9 11. Sit ups. And my gym teacher said something. I was like, Mommy, I need to. Oh, no. Oh, my <laughs> God. 
talk. Welcome to what we're going to make fun of you for for the rest of that school. That is so... Mommy. That's a common thing, though. Like, there's, I have teacher friends that are like, I get called mom at least like once a month. Yeah. Yeah, or, but when or, the other kids don't see it that way. <laughs> oh, of course not. And But by the way, mommy is so oh, much yeah. worse than mom. Right. I mean, mommy. I think that's yeah. why you use mommy as a joke so often, <laughs> because so it's true. like something that really stuck out to yeah. you. That is so humiliating. Do people still hit you up on Facebook? Hey, mommy. Yeah, I cut all those people out of oh, my good. life. Good for you. Oh, my God. Everyone in that gym has died slowly over that. time, <laughs> methodically, one by one. <laughs> They're not part of the 30,000. There's like the a weird mommy murders. <laughs> <laughs> you carve mommy on their, on their corpse. <laughs> I can totally see this on Dateline. Oh, my God. I want to talk about more embarrassing moments like that because that just like really tickled my soul. Matt Fultron, you got one for us. Yeah, I was uh, 19 and I came back from lunch. I was in college. I was uh, went to my dorm. My, my, I was walking in my door and these three girls are just like, oh, it was a co-ed dorm. And they were like, oh, there he is. I can't believe you're showing your face tonight. And I was like, what, what, what are you talking about? They're like, you don't remember? And I'm like, no. They're like, you walked in our room last night. We were all hanging out. You opened up the laundry, uh, you know, like the laundry box or whatever with yeah. the lid on it yeah. and pissed in the laundry box oh. and then like fucking closed it and walked out. Because it was right where my to- the toilet in my parents' bathroom was. It was like sleepwalking. Uh. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> it was like the first week of school. Oh no, that's always so humiliating when, the, and then that's your. I ended up being friends with them. They didn't care that much, but now I think it's sexual assault. Well, hope the statute of limitations is, is up on that. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's. But in that moment, you were like, that was like the. You were. What did you say? I didn't believe them. Right. But are the, you a sleepwalker? Are you no. a sleep pisser? No. Were no? you drunk? You've never done that before? Uh, I had about three beers. I don't think that. I don't so think that's ever wasted. drunk. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, possibly. Yeah. I was a lot. I weighed a lot less then. But three beers? I don't know. That's I think that's wild. sleepwalking. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's sleepwalking. Gotta be sleepwalking. I mean, I don't know when. I think like, what would Mike Baldwin? Do you have an embarrassing story? Yes. Um, <laughs> I was uh, I was probably 21 or 22, and uh, there was a girl named Jessica McDaniel who I went to high school with, and I had a crush on her since like freshman year, and uh, like never did anything with her or anything until this one night uh, when I'm 21 or 22. We're at this party. I don't remember where it was. I remember it was a brick house, and I'm like sitting on the porch, and I'd been drinking tequila all night long. And she'd been drinking something, apparently, because it that came up. And she's like, do you want to just make out or something? And I was like, oh, yes. And we started making out for, like, five seconds. And then I just immediately started crying. <laughs> and I was like, I've just had a crush on you for so long. And, like, and she just, like, the look on her face of, like, wow, dude. And Damn. I just, and then my me crying made me cry more. And I'm like, I don't know why I'm crying. Oh, my God, and, you yeah, poor thing. I, I still think about it uh, at least once a week and cringe about oh, how no, how awkward do? it was. Does it yeah. make your whole body tense up? It sure does. Because I do that at least once a day. <gasps> oh my god, that happened. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, oh, oh no. Shit, I just oh, you got one. one. It's one. I forgot. I tweeted this uh, the other day, but it was uh, it was during a breakup. Uh, <laughs> so it wasn't embarrassing in a big room sense, but just oh, for yeah. me, I still think totally. of it. Where uh, this girl I dated in college broke up with me. We were hanging out at her place, and just out of nowhere, we. 
started talking about like yeah i don't think this is working out and i was devastated and i was just like all right well i guess it's it's over and so i i got up and i was like i guess i'll just go then and then as i was walking out of her door i thought i heard her say something i was like <laughs> what and then she was like I didn't say anything. Oh, God. <laughs> like, oh, all right. Well, I guess I'll just keep on walking then. Like, I thought she was like, wait. <laughs> oh, man. I oh. want to hear the worst story that someone has about sending the wrong text to someone. Because I think that yeah. that is seriously kind of the worst. Like, that fills me with, if that happened uh-huh. to me, I just, I would just. I did that when a friend, oh. uh, uh, not a friend. When my, you're talking shit? Yeah. Oh, God. I had a girl. <laughs> One I'm getting my, chills. One of my friends uh, dated this dude that we all hated, and then his parents, it was at, like, we were like 19, and so we would drink at their, his parents' place. They were the family that's like, you can drink, but only if it's under our roof or whatever. And their party sucked or whatever, so we left, and we tried to come back, and I, Zach was like, well, you left, so fuck you, man. You can't come back. And I was just, I tried to send my other friend, like, man, Zach fucking sucks. And I sent it straight to Zach. Oh, yes, no. you did. And then how do, how do you deal with that? I was just like, you're pissing me off. Man. I just uh, yeah, tried to just own it. You just doubled down, uh, yeah. I acted like I meant, meant to do to. that. Yeah. yeah. I haven't sent, like, a talking shit text on accident, but I sent, I told you this story recently, I've, I've sent a group Chat oh my god, Mike, to- this is so hilarious. Mike is so stupid. <laughs> like, this is one of the stupidest things this, an adult could like. I this was on this is so oh, okay. It was, it was on Thanksgiving, and it was probably like almost 10 years ago. It was my first iPhone, or at least the first iPhone that had group chat right. capabilities. And I sent like happy Thanksgiving, milady. Uh, like <laughs> I hope you have a day as beautiful as you are, or something like that, and sent it to like 10 girls and didn't realize that it was a group chat so then the first reply is like oh thanks mike you're so sweet and then the second reply is wait mike did you send this to more than one girl and then the third reply is from the a third number that's like yep i think he did and then they all just continued talking to each other on my group chat and i was like i want to die right now and they're like it's fine like don't worry about it but still like that's another one that I cringe oh, at sometimes. Well, I got I got one for you. I, I was dating this girl. She lived in Kentucky. She sent me a nude picture of herself. And I said, hey, this is, um, you sent this to someone else. And she goes, no. You know, because I saw two numbers in the top. I yeah. go, you sent this to someone else. She goes, no, I just took it. This is just for you. And I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> you sent it to another number, too. She sent it to her fucking cousin as no! well. No, oh, no, 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 no. Oh God! Uh, Wait, let's go to. Um, she was can we racist. Go to, can we go to Justin in North Carolina? I really, I, I've just read the excerpt of this story. Justin, tell us. Don't don't read it. Tell, I want him to tell. Yeah, yeah. Well, Justin, what happened uh, to you? Um. Well, I actually back in my twenties, um, I was he married. Sounds like he's from North Carolina. <laughs> yes, uh, yes, I am. It um. I had my wisdom teeth removed, and my wife took me to have the surgery done. And uh, we came back home. I was still very incoherent with medicine. And uh, I guess some somewhere in that time frame, my mother came over to visit while I was still in bed. And I thought that it was my wife, and I told her that I wanted to taste her. Oh. And it was actually my mother. 
You told your mother that you wanted to taste her. Oh, God. That is... Did you? Did they tell you later on that you had said that, or did you like in the moment go like, "Oh shit"? Was there like oh, a video no, of it? My wife actually, my wife was actually no. Luckily, thank God, there was no video. But uh, my wife was standing kind of in the background and heard me. My my mother did not acknowledge it at all. And uh, later on, my wife told me about it. So pretty embarrassing. Oh yeah. God. God. Uh... Yeah. I okay. Let's go to Brad in Michigan. He sent uh, a text for the wrong to the wrong person. What happened, Brad? <laughs> so I I was in a new relationship, so <laughs> so kind of in the hot and heavy section of it. And I was I had a little side job where I was painting houses, and I was painting a house for this this older lady. And I sent her the words, "Are we gonna fuck tonight or what?" Uh, <laughs> oh boy. Did she reply? <laughs> She did. She said, well, I hope not. Oh, that's <laughs> and, great. But then I had to finish the painting job, so that was oh, God. Oh, no. I, um, I once was having really, really loud sex in an Airbnb that I had rented, and I got a text. This was really embarrassing. I never had to see the guy again, but the guy whose place it was texted me that, um, hey, we got my, my landlord called last night, and there's um, there was like, screaming coming from your apartment. I just want to make sure everything's okay. And um and I was like, does he know that I was having sex or is he really checking in on like if everything's okay? Like I didn't know how to really handle it. Yeah. So I was in the a writer's room for my show at the time and I remember Benji Alflalo, one of my writers, was like, just tell him you were auditioning, like you were practicing an audition. Uh, and so good. I wrote back and was like, oh, I had an audition where it was like, I was like, I have to scream a lot. I'm really sorry. And he's like, okay. Like he, I wanted to just be like, I was having sex, man. Like I just wanted yeah. to, but like that was embarrassing because, oh, and then another time I was having sex um, <laughs> with my boyfriend. And uh, I think the most embarrassing times have been when I've heard that people have heard me have sex later on. Because uh-huh. it's so embarrassing. Like, And I'm not someone who's trying to be heard. Like, I, When my ex and I used to have sex, and this one time we were staying with his cousin uh-huh. in Chicago. And both his brothers were sleeping in the living room. And we were in a guest room. And I was trying to be so quiet because I didn't want his brothers to hear me having sex. Like, there's no way. That's not something I get off yeah. on or like whatever want. And the next day, they were like, you sounded like, they were like, hey, Wolfie. They called me Wolfie, and I was like, I didn't understand. And then it was like an inside joke that I sounded like I was howling like a wolf. And it turns out that, like, they all, every one of his friends, because he has friends, he lived with roommates, I'm really loud when I have sex. Yeah. And I didn't know that, and I don't know that. And um, and it's just, but then, and also, and one of my most embarrassing moments is on camera from uh, when I did Not Safe. I was, um... My dad, I gave my dad a lie detector test, and one of the questions that a writer wrote was like, "Have you ever heard me having sex?" Oh, oh no! God. And I remember asking that, being like, "Just please be no." Like, but I lived at home and had a lot of sex, like at home, and I lived at home with my parents, with my ex boyfriend, and um, and my dad has heard me. Oh and no! So, and for him to have to tell me that he heard me was so humiliating. Oh my not god! Safe. Not safe. I was not. Uh, has he ever walked in on you? Um, or your mom? One time, a guy was inside me in my bedroom, and my dad knocked on the door and was like, hey, Nick. And I was like, I'm talking to my dad while there's a dick in me. Like, I cannot believe I have to. T-. And I was like, I'll be right out. You know, like my <laughs> yeah, voice cracked. Yeah. But I remember, like, 
there's someone in me and I'm talking to my dad. It's like, the, this is the that worst is weird, thing. Yeah. Embarrassing moments with Mike Baldwin and Matt Fulcheron and Tom Takar, of course, who kicked us off with that humiliating experience from, I pictured you being in like high school and I'm mad that you weren't. <laughs> no, I wish it would have been worse for you. It could have happened then too. Oh God! Yeah, I'm. I'm sure it did. You just like blacked it out because it was just. I mean, mommy. Um, it really makes sense to me because you say "mommy" so much as a punchline, which is always hilarious. Uh-huh. It's like a, it's 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 a it's a great go to. And now I know where it stems I think from. It really it's like creeps, deep. I think it creeps people out. <laughs> it's like so say, that's because it's funny. It's just it's so funny. I love I love whatever it does to people because it is it's so. It sh- it should creep people out. It's mommy. If you call your mom mommy, there's something desperately wrong with you, okay. as an adult or mother. <laughs> oh, no, yeah, as a kid, yeah. oh, mommy's cute for sure. Oh yeah, as an adult. But when do you drop murder. mommy as a kid? When do you drop it? Like uh, who knows? Got probably around the time you stop using diapers or something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Like or like stop breastfeeding. Right. A lot of things end that day. That's got to be like the day you stop doing something is always a, an interesting concept to me. But like, I bet there are a lot of moms out there that was like, I remember the first day he called me mom instead of mommy. <laughs> like, I bet it's like that's like a pivotal moment, yeah. um, which I'll never know because I'll never have kids because uh, I'm barren and I don't want them. Um, one of those is true. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. This next clip is with Sam Morrill. He was in studio this week. He is, uh, yesterday, in fact, he was in studio, if this, if you're listening to this on the That's day right. that it drops. Tonight. He has a special out tonight on Comedy Central uh, called Positive Influence. It's an hour special. He is a hilarious comedian. And we got to talking to him about... Uh, so much. Uh, you'll so see. Much. Oh, you'll see. We covered Just it all get into with this. Sammy boy. <laughs> <laughs> I really want to know. This is interesting stuff. I love helping people with uh, girl text things. Okay. What's going on, Sam? There's something going on. I had Michelle Wolf punching up some of my texts this morning. I, let's see. <laughs> oh, yeah? Have, oh, yeah. Um, what do we have? All right. So this is- Sam's a single guy. I'm single. Um, yeah. Who are you talking to? This girl, uh, I've known her since I was a kid, but the thing is, you know, there's always been like a thing, but then she- Reconnected with her, did the whole, you know, had the breakup, reconnected, did the whole Instagram reach out, like, have you been? Like, that bullshit. And then, uh, yeah. and then, and then, uh, that sounded Are romantic. you telling me you don't care how she's been? I don't need this out there, Nick. I don't need this out there, Nicky. But look, so, you know, we hang out, like, she comes, I do a benefit show at the cellar, you know, she comes out. With an older guy, I'm like, that must be your dad, you know? Find out later, yeah. her boyfriend is 58. And I'm like, all right, that's weird. That's a weird turn. And uh, she's your age, which is? Younger than me. She's younger. She's younger than me. Oh, she's probably 30 okay. or 31. So okay. we meet up mm. one day. She works uh, in Botox. We meet in one day. and uh, Wait, she works in Botox? Yeah, she is. She, uh, yeah, she gives people Botox. That's her thing. I've never heard someone say it that way. She works in Botox. I don't know. It's like she barters Botox. with Botox. Like I'm trying industry. to move through the story, and it's not the most articulate tale. So, okay. Anyway, that sounds like a George Costanza import ex- expert <laughs> yeah, type yeah. thing. She works in Botox. It's called Art Vandalay Industries. I don't know. But uh, anyway, we meet one day, like day drinks, you know, and uh, 
we get like you know she kind of gives me the feeling like she's like i don't know like what's going on he's like too old and i'm like trying to be cool i'm like I'm like nah it's cool you know like do, don't let your friends judge you do do you and you know oh, i love that like, move when you play like you're not even like threatened by it and no, then it's yeah. not even like it's not even a thing to you like i haven't even noticed oh, yeah. yeah i'm like oh yeah, 58 that that's fucking young you should be <laughs> 70 year olds you know <laughs> you you encourage it you encourage whatever they're in the yeah. middle let's of let's go so that right now let's go to a cemetery <laughs> I'm like, I'll fucking hang out with them. I don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, uh, anyway. But, um, it, w- were you doing that as because you were into this girl and you like you yes. just didn't want her to know that yes. you even cared at all? Yeah, yeah. Yes, okay. I guess I'm attracted to her and I think she's cool and stuff. And then anyway, also she quoted Annie Hall, which like I know Woody Allen's a monster, but I still fucking like Great that movie. I still mm-hmm. like the the Annie How- Hall quote. Dare you even appreciate anything he's done before? Because of what a couple. So, anyway, couple so there's I do the whole thing where I'm like, all right, oh good hang. A couple. Oh god. Yeah, yeah, Whenever I think of Woody Allen off. now, though, I like the grossest thing. Do you guys know the grossest part of that whole thing that he did? Apparent uh, or allegedly? Did Marry you read her? his the face and the panties thing? Yes. Is that what you're gonna say? The breathing. Yes. The, oh what? my god. Do do? How did I know Everyone that? needs to know That's about so that. That. And th- and and when you hear Woody Allen's name, you need to picture this, and he needs to like be held accountable for what a na- I think a nanny witnessed it as well. His daughter, when she was young, 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 young. That was her name. He that was would. Her name. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Damn it. That was good. He would put his face. In her crotch area, through what? her pants or whatever, and breathe in deeply, and just like take a good and just sit in her crotch with his head in her crotch and breathe in. Disgusting. And that Continue. gave him the power to write Vicky Cristina right. Barcelona. Oh my god! <laughs> but like, I what, just like feel like these, these stories need to be out there. It's not that he was just like a uh, he. All right, he's bad. He's stuff. a bad person. Uh, yeah, 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 okay. No, but go I'm on with your romantic yeah, little yeah, yeah, Annie yeah, Hall yeah. quote, Sam. Anyway. You love the man's work. We need Keep the eggs. About it. I don't know, something. <laughs> but, uh, so, yeah, it, I kind of did the thing where I'm like, look, I, I can't pursue this. She got a boyfriend, so I kind of backed off for a while. She went away for work for a while, so I, we didn't talk for a few weeks. Oh, the old Botox traveling. Door-to-door <laughs> 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 Botox injector. <laughs> she anyway. went on a, her mission trip. Anyway. <laughs> uh, two so, years, she's gone. Birthright so trip to the Kardashians. She comes back. She sends me like a little selfie when she comes back. I get a couple selfies from her. I'm like, I always think that's a flirtatious move to send an unsolicited of selfie. Of course it is. You know? Yes. So she sends a selfie. She's like, oh, I just got back from this trip. My cat scratched me in the face. And it was like not the most flattering picture ever, but it was like I was kind of like I liked it anyway. Then she sent an. I was like, oh, like I'm sorry, what happened? And then she sent me another one. I'm like, I mean, this is I'm getting a lot of cute pictures here, whatever. So yeah. again, I'm like trying to just be like, well, you know, good to hear from you, blah blah blah. Tried to hang out. Do with you ever her. say like you look pretty no, or like what no. do you do? Do you just like heart it? What do you I, do? I think you look pretty to someone with a boyfriend's a weird move. Yeah. So, but that's what yeah, she's so looking for. What do you write back to you all the time? <sighs> I, I just, yeah, I, I kind of was like, oh, you know, she got his cat sc- scratched. So I feel like that was the subject right. of the thing. You, know? you so like, you oh, look ugly. Ian Finance <laughs> is planning a cat scratch fever joke right now. Oh, I see his brain. Oh, no. I see. I saw the wheels. I, I was like, if oh, anyone's going to do a fucking yeah, yeah. cat scratch fever joke, cat scratch fever. So anyway, so this is Michelle Wolf was kind of guiding me this morning and Michelle was like very devil's advocate where she's like she's like I don't think she's flirting like she's very like so then she messages me this is the one that's weird all right 
This is the one that I think is an odd one. Tell, wait, say the initial message of the dream. That's what I was going to do. May I also oh. say yeah, yeah. that if a girl is sending you selfies, she's into you. Okay. But, like, I, end I of story. That. Yeah, if my, end if of my story. girlfriend was sending some dude selfies of herself, I'd be like, that's fucking weird. All right, we got to talk about yeah. something later. Oh, but, no. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> anyway, so I tried to hang out with her a couple times last week, and she I tried it like once, and she kind of blew me off. She kind of gave me the old, like, I'm so tired. She, I'm like a jet lag, blah, blah, blah. I was like, all right, whatever. Yeah, so I just well, was that's... like, so I was like, all right, I'm, I'm done. I'm like, I'll let her reach out. I can't be the aggressor always, so... She then messages me Happy New Year for the Jewish New Year, and I was like Happy New Year. Then she, that, yeah, that's, that's messaging someone about a holiday excuse. is such an excuse. Either she's Especially super a Jew, Jewish holiday, exactly. So then she messaged okay. me this morning at five a.m. She's an early bird, right? Just woke up. You were my dream last night. Your parents hired hitmen to kill me so that they could take you back to the U.S. Since I was apparently trying to keep you in Europe with me, and I write okay. back, my parents ruin everything. Okay. Yeah, that, that's, flirty. that's not bad, right? It's that, great. It's great. Uh, and I said, "How was Europe before the assassination attempt?" She said, "We were having fun." Um, so I try to hang out with her again. She's away this weekend. I'm like, I'm, "I'm, you know, whatever." So then I say, "This is where we're at." I say, "Oh, I say you should come with me on a road gig." I'm like, "I'm in Atlanta next week. Uh, I'm in Atlanta next week. You're more than welcome to come." It's like the Europe of the of the South. That's what Michelle Wolf Hilarious. gave me. I got an Good Emmy job. Award nominee <laughs> punching me up here. Yeah, uh, girl. So then uh, I say, how about tonight? We'll get a drink. And she goes, I have, I have a work dinner. Then I fly out early in the morning. Maybe you can just come over later and hang. What's your plan tonight? And I say, so I say, what time? I'm like, I don't want to sound too eager here. <laughs> but uh, I say, yeah. I have shows, but I'll cancel them. You know, I said, I, I think I'll have to do that Love at the Botox to see you, so. And she go, then she writes back, do your shows. <laughs> let's let's be in touch. We'd love to see you. Happy we reconnected. I'm like, ooh, now it feels like a totally Maybe different Maybe she meant energy. we'll be in touch later tonight. No, I don't this think so. Is... I feel a little, see, this is why I bring it up. I feel like I was in the, in the game. Do and your I feel like shows I'm the game. Yeah. is a little bit of a disappointment. That's a little yeah. disappointing, right? This girl and is to remind really... myself she has a boyfriend. Like, what am I thinking? Well, yeah. maybe she's just like she likes the flirt, you know? Like yeah. she likes that feeling of it. But Which she, is not but good. then she's getting scared when you're like, I'll cancel my shows because then it's real. Yep. Yeah, yeah, and then also too, you're, you're right. like, "Well, I don't want to be the aggressor. Come with me to Atlanta." <laughs> <laughs> well, look, I love a good. No, I love that move, Sam. I, I think that it. that this with girl ex, is not available. Yeah. With my ex, I immediately flew her to New York. I was like, uh -huh. let's make this fucking happen. I love the, yeah. the travel hookup. Yeah, I, I did that hot. with the love lady. Yeah. yeah, that is um, a great move. And it means you're like, you're serious, you know? Like, oh, yeah. And I think that is a good move because it's, if she's not, then she won't go and then you'll know. And this girl seems like she just likes the flirt. She likes the idea that she can maybe I have you. Right. And the second that you're like, yeah, you can have me, she's like, oh, no, 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 I'm scared. I'm scared. I have that same problem, though. Once once, once she too. shows interest, I'm like, ooh. Or once I feel the interest, I'm like, ooh. Uh -huh. yeah. I that is like the problem you. with dating is that we're all playing that game. And so the second someone puts down their defenses, the other person freaks out a lot yeah. of times. But- the the move of uh, I had a dream about you. It's Classic. Very, it's move. a weird. And, I, and Michelle was like, "That's she's, her take was that could that's whatever. I don't think that's serious." I was like, "Okay, I'll I would not text you first thing in the morning. I had a dream about you. That's not what friends nope. yeah, do." Yeah, yeah, you're right. Five a.m. early bird there trying was to get that worm. The part, the part of the text where she said, "Trying to get your little worm." <laughs> you, 
What what did she say? You were with me? There was something that was like took you away from me or something like that in her text about the dream. Yeah, like my you guys were tried together to kill her in the dream. Yeah, we were, yeah, maybe we tread this. Let's see. But it was like you you were with me. There was something in it that the the phrasing of Just it was like Just woke up. You were in my dream last night. Your parents hired hitmen to kill me so that they could take you back to the US since I was apparently trying to keep you in Europe. Keep with you. Me. Keep, keep you, you yeah. in Europe. Hmm. Yep, she's Indio. Europe is a but, euphemism for her vagina. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think I don't think it was in this case. Ian. I think it was. Uh, <laughs> I like where you're going, but I think it was. I think it was no, the place. I've I have made up dreams about guys before really? just so I could initiate. Uh, yeah, yeah. I've been like, I had a dream about you last night, and I don't make, I don't ever make it sexual. But do you ever say what the dream was? No. I'll just like make, make whatever the dream really what like whatever yeah. dream I had the night before I'll just make up whatever that was and throw them in it and um yeah. and it's just a way to initiate contact it's also a way it's a sex dream with another dude and you throw yeah. them in it too no you never do a sex dream you just it, it's a way to let them know that like it's not even my fault I'm thinking about you I'm and seeping so into it, your subconscious yeah yeah you can't go oh I was it's not the same as I was thinking about you last night it's the same as like it was out of my control that you were in my life last night. It's almost like I ran yeah. into you last night. Is it is it and, also um, flirty to say I had a nightmare about you last night? <laughs> no. Um yes. Is it? Yes it is. Absolutely it is. If any because you're letting them know that when my brain shuts when my consciousness shuts off, you're in my head and it's just it's such <laughs> a it is such a passive way to let a guy know you're into them. Girls, I really strongly suggest you use this tactic as like the first move with a guy to be like I'm into you. And then he can take it from there, but like it is definitely a like a green light to like ask me out if you mention mm. to a guy that you had a dream about him and lie because dreams are not interesting anyway, so make up an interesting one and lie. Oh, I I, even I think left it's a out- great I even left out one of the best things in this story is that when I met her for day drinks, we were like in Central Park, we were like La Pan or whatever, and, and, and they had, yeah. we were having beers and, and stuff, and it just started raining, so she had to hang out with me longer than she planned on. It was like a, a lunch break for work, and I was like, oh, that's fucking, that's a smooth thing that happened unplanned, you know? Yeah, that's God oh, trying to yeah. be a I think man. that worked in my favor, I think, right there, because she, she had that- to hang, she had to take a longer lunch than planned, and I feel like I- yeah. But if I'm not in person, I lose. Like you know, we're all fucking yeah, entertainers. Yeah. We we thrive on that fucking in person. Uh-huh. I know. Absolutely. I I do pretty well over text. Really? Because we're writers too. That's like true. I feel like I do. Right. You are great in those texts, Sam. I'm like I'm so impressed by those texts. Thank you. Those were like really. <laughs> those were really good. <laughs> Sam Marill, uh, with whatever he was talking about. I don't know what you just heard. I lived it. I don't need to listen to it again. You get it. Squirters, next up, we have Gleb Sevchenko. I am on this season of Dancing with the Stars. I don't know if you know that yet. I'm season 27 of that show, and I am a a cast member, which makes me a star. You're a star. That's right, everyone. So please watch the premiere of that show September 24th. Uh, this September 24th, it's going to be live, and I'll need you to vote for me that night. I don't know how to do it yet, but you will. Uh, I will need your vote to stay in the show because you're going to want to keep me in. It's it's too much fun, and uh, you're going to like you're going to like the way I look. Men's <laughs> and Gleb too. Um, He's a hot boy. God, Gleb is so hot. We we Gleb is a lot more than a hot face though. He's a hardworking uh, Russian, soon to be American man, and I love him so much. And uh, 
This is just, you're going to hear from him a lot on the show because we are bound at the hip literally right now. And I spend a lot of time holding on to him. I've never been so intimate with a man in my life. Like I've had boyfriends that I don't touch as much as I touch love. It's, it's dancing with someone on a, for hours a day. Like you don't realize, like I, I, in my past relationships, I didn't have that kind of intimacy. I always yeah. wanted to be touched a lot. It's really uncomfortable for me. Four and I've, I've clearly gotten past, mm-hmm. I've gotten past it. I, uh, I really enjoy getting held by him on, wow. on a day daily basis it's he and i just um and everyone's trying to put some like sexual chemistry between us which it's not that it's just pure love like i just i i love him and he is one of the most beautiful men i've ever seen but like he truly is that on the inside and i i because he's a hot man on the inside too uh he doesn't have organs like the rest of us it's His he's gold plated abs yeah <laughs> exactly that's how i feel about him uh and you'll get to know gleb in this segment um he's he's a lot more than a pretty face he truly is and uh, i think it shows so listen up Gleb, Gleb is, you don't understand what these guys do. Like, he choreographs the dances. He has to teach them to me. So he, and literally, it is a really, it's really hard to teach someone who's never done a thing when you're the best at it in the world. I mean, Gleb has been dancing since he was seven. He is, he's one of the best dancers in the world. He is a world champion. I mean, it's just true. You are. You're like a, you, you well, watched, I never won a world championship, but but, yeah, but you've I'm gone great. to world championships. Really you've awesome. gotten really close, and you would have won them had you been yeah. in the right country to win them. Because yeah. there's a lot of politics going on yes. in the world of dancing. Gleb literally is respected as one of the best dancers in the world. I know that. Um, and on the show, he just he stands out. Like you know, even amongst everyone. No offense to the other dancers, but your eye is drawn to Gleb when he's dancing. He just has a style that is very. I don't even know anything about dancing, and I'm like, there's something special going on with that guy. And um, but he, uh, it's it's really challenging. They choreograph it. He comes up with the concept. He has a whole creative uh, vision for it. And the other day, like, it was so weird. We were doing the dance, and there's a part in the dance where I step, I I, I walk away, like I I see him, and I'm like, hey, you, what's up? And then <laughs> and then I kind of walk away from him because I'm like, I'm done with you. And then I and then I I try to I I, I take two steps, and then I go, wait a second, I want to go back to him. And he's like. <laughs> And he's telling me, he's like, Nikki, so the dance is you, you walk away and then you turn around and you come back and you realize, no, like, I'm not done with him. And I'm like, do you know my life? Like, <laughs> this dance, he's choreographed a dance that is my love life of just, like, going wow. away, coming back, going away, coming Did back. Did you just try to put on the Russian accent a little bit? Yes, I tried to <laughs> put on Russian accent. Gleb, uh... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you you have a Russian accent. I know you want to lose good. it, but it is very strong, and it's good though. I I don't think you should lose it. Yeah, I'm gonna keep it. I want I want to be able to <laughs> I want I want to be able to keep it, but if I want to, just get rid of it so no one knows that. Can I'm you try to sure. do? Can you try to do like the most American accent you most can do? American accent like you you like you speak now. Yeah. Whoa. Like, yeah. 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 <laughs> say, say something. You say something. Okay. Right? Um, Gleb, I can't dance. Clap! I can dance. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. It sounds like Tommy from The Disaster Artist. Uh, yeah, it really does. That was the podcast this week. Thank you so much for listening. Please watch me on Dancing with the Stars series premiere September 24th and 25th, both live shows. You will watch me dance live for millions of people. Me, Nikki Glazer, dancing. Guys, I have no dance experience. Zero. I'm terrified. I need your support. 
please just send positive vibes my way. I'm going to need it. Uh, I love you so much. Thank you for listening to the podcast. As always, please uh, subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. And uh, secret of the week, Tom, let's go. Oh, I'm, I, you know what? I didn't plan one. I don't know what I'm doing here. What? Uh, what's a good one? I pooped my pants. I was in fifth grade. I think I've done that one before. You got it again. Um, you pooped your pants in fifth grade. I don't think you've done that. I one lied before. and I like thought I played it off. I thought that nobody knew. And then a year later, a girl was like, "Remember that time you pooped your pants?" And I was like, devastated. What? I thought I. Oh. I, yeah, it really sucked. But now that lady looks like shit. So. <laughs> um. No offense, I. I what did I? God, I didn't come up with one yet. It's hard. I. Because we it's say so, so much hard on the air. Because I, I confess so much yeah, all the time. Nothing feels like a secret. I. Hmm. Oh no. Sheer. Have you ever? Hold on. Uh, we can cut out this dead air. We can cut out this oh, dead air. We can cut out this dead air. <laughs> oh dear God! Don't have me just thinking. Um, <laughs> I. Uh, Damn. Oh man. One it's second. One second. Like I'm almost there. For you. This is like trying to come for me. I'm not even kidding you. <laughs> this is like this is how hard it is. I just am racking my brain like because I can only come from secrets, and um, or sucrets. The Ooh. the cough drop. That's I put that in my pussy and uh, there we go. There we go. Um. Ooh. Let me think. The last time, I. Um. Did you ever what did I? I did. With a friend in a room? No, I've never masturbated with a friend in a room. That's a great question, but Noah. Now we know you have. <laughs> I have. Um, I, you have, uh, Noah? Oh, maybe we can make Noah do the secret this week. No kidding. Noah, when did you masturbate with a friend in the room? <laughs> uh, when I was in fourth grade, my friend oh. had illegal cable and they had the Spice Channel. You were Jaying off at fourth grade? Yeah. Damn. I was watching porn from fourth grade, basically. Wow. Oh, my and God. my best friend, we used to get together all the time, totally unchaperoned. We found her mother's back massager, and I, like from seeing it on porn, the women <laughs> use vibrators. We're like, oh, let's try that. And that was like a ritualistic thing that we did. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's and would wild. you both like talk about it afterwards? Like, we both had this, that, that felt like a roller coaster. Like, what would you? We talked about it in code. We used to call it baking cookies. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> I stuffed. fucking love that story <laughs> so much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. My oven's preheating right now. <laughs> Just thinking about baking cookies with a girlfriend in fourth grade. Just kidding. Not that part. Um, that was a great secret. I, I am going to think of a good one next week but Noah thank you for coming in and and uh, the day. and taking care of mine that was and by taking care of mine I mean like giving me like the idea of of using like I will say you should go watch me and Sarah Schaefer we did a, a segment on my show not safe called comedians um getting on vibrators getting coffee and we both sit on a vibrator and have coffee and try to have a conversation while we're both uh reaching orgasm and it's it really did happen on camera where we both you'll see the end we both are like y you'll see and and sarah's a squirter so she was like really scared about having to like squirt in this coffee shop we were in a coffee shop in koreatown in la that was one of my favorite segments because it was with my old co-host sarah schaefer and we had so much fun just coming together so i have masturbated yeah. with a girl before but it's not a secret because it's out there and you can google it guys thank you for listening to the podcast subscribe rate and review we will see you next week this has been a comedy central podcast Hi, I'm Anthony Jeselnik, a famous, handsome comedian. And I'm Greg Rosenthal uh, from the NFL Network. 
And we are pleased to announce our new podcast, the Jesselnick and Rosenthal Vanity Project, where we talk about sports off the field issues, and they are legion. Two friends, I would even say, go as far to say best friends, in, in vastly different fields of work. I work in football. What, what do you do? What about keep it short is so foreign to you? All you had to say was subscribe and coming soon. Jesselnick and Rosenthal Vanity Project. Subscribe. Do it.